Boys and girls, welcome to the Guys Weekend Podcast. I am Josh Tenney, along with, as always, some would say this man is a sexual icon, Brandon Parks. It's been told, uh, you know, cannot confirm nor deny, but I'll take it. Good evening, folks, or morning, afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this. So we got some uh, big stuff happening this week. It, some of it, Some of it, I would say, is a little bit befuddling. Yeah, it's a good word for it. Actually, a lot of it's a lot of it's befuddling. I'm 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 wondering where we're uh, going as a as a society in this country. Like, I feel like we have like so there are certain things over the last couple of years. I feel like we've evolved in, but I feel like in like personality traits and just where we see right and wrong is really digressing. Oh, absolutely. We we've devolved a lot in. Uh... <sighs> Social standards, maybe? I don't know if that's the right right term for it. I, I guess it could be. People are just fucked. I mean... There, the, the, this is one of the things I'm talking about. I'm, there is, uh, I think it was a Washington Post. Oh, uh, yeah, Washington Post. <laughs> one of the articles is, uh, yes, kink belongs at Pride, and I want my kids to see it. And then in the, the subcontext says... Children need to know that they can make their own ways in the world. Now, I don't know where the article's going because I just see the screenshot of the headline, but I'm worried that they're talking about these fucking weirdos that believe that the your your twelve year old kids have a can say whether or not they want to partake in uh in the weird stuff. Yep. Yeah. It seems like that and and what's weird to me, though, too, is like parents that are so adamant about, you know, it's my kid's choice. Gay is this. And da, da, da. You didn't get kids by being gay. So, I mean, some for adoption, but a good majority of the people like, why, why is it something that you're slamming home so hard when you should be like, you know, teaching your kids how to do like kid things, you know, like play in the yard and build sandcastles and fucking ride a bike. Not about whether or not you can tuck your dick between your legs at go to the middle school dance like come on now it's weird listen uh, so i had my first child when i was 21 and i'm gonna tell you right now at 21 i was barely mature enough to say that i was adult enough to take care of a child and now 2021 well, 21 right so now you got yeah, yeah you know you don't reach your i mean fuck i i still don't think i've reached my <laughs> adult maturity and I'm I'm in my thirties, buddy. Farts will always never not be funny. Yeah, and you'll always smirk when somebody else penis. But you, you, your your brain is developing up until you've reached eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old. Right. So I, what what confuses me is why we would press so hard for children at three, four, five. Even even going into their adolescent years, why we would allow them to make decisions like that? Those kids have no idea. Like they, they, I don't know, three four years old. You're not concerned about whether or not you're going to like boys or like girls. I feel like it's cartoons. And when the next time you get to eat a snack, like why 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 is there so much emphasis being placed on that? Like at such a young age, like let them figure it out when they get older, when they hit puberty, and they figure out, oh hey, you know. Boobs just really don't do it for me, you know. That shouldn't be like, like I'm saying, like if your if your kid wants to come up to you at ten, eleven, twelve years old and just have a serious conversation with you about anything like that, no, I what I what I would do as a father of children getting into those ages is you don't need to worry about that right now. Whatever you decide later on, what is whatever you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, however, whatever you, whatever you are, you are. But now you don't have to worry about that stuff, right? You know, especially being ridiculed in school. But think about that kind of thing. Right. I would say the same thing to kids that are learning. My, my so my daughter's going to be going into the seventh grade next year, and that's usually when they start talking about sex education. You know, bodies oh. are changing and all that, right? Yeah. So they start learning about that stuff. And it's something that I tell my daughter. I was like, I think she should learn about that thing because she's getting to the to the point where her body's changing and stuff. But 
I don't want her to think about the 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 sexual part until later on. It, it's something you should. Right. I, I want my kids to be kids as long as they as long as they can. Absolutely. Because like as a as a society, we're growing up faster and faster, and it's not good for these kids to not be kids. Yeah, don't rush into adulthood. It's not all it's cracked up to be, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's where I feel like some of these some of these people that now these kids that were brought up in that in that age in that era that are getting into their early twenties, mid twenties now, and they're finding this shit out. You know, the, 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 this is the generation that was raised with the participation trophies yep. and they're getting out into the real world and the real world is just bitch slapping them. Oh yeah. And they don't know how to react and it's causing, uh, I mean, we've talked about this on previous podcasts. The rate of depression is, has gone up. Anxiety has gone up. Suicides have gone up. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, there's no way I, I can't prove this. But it, you can link back to the last 10, 15 years when we started use, doing participation trophies, and it's ste- steadily inclines. I can, do I have proof? No, but I think it's a pretty pretty good shot. Uh, that's, I'm probably correct. It's like they were deprived of the time to just figure out what life is. They were they were too busy wanting to fit in in the social world, the social media world, I guess. And now they're realizing that they should have taken more time to pay attention to the things in life that actually matter. Nobody cares about your sexuality. They just want to make sure that you're okay and healthy in your living life and being a productive member of society. If you want to do that by being gay, cool. But quit forcing it and quit falling into a, a spiral of depression because the real world is kicking your ass and you go, well, you know what? Now I just need you to hand me things because that's not how it works. And I feel like more and more people are going to not have that, I don't want to say hard assness or sternness with their children. And it's just going to be, well, it's okay. You know, because mommy, mommy struggled and she showed her butthole on the internet and made, you know, $10 million. So it's okay. When when you feel like you, can, you can't do anything, you don't want to do anything, just, just pout and stomp your feet and somebody will give you something. Because if it continues like that, the, the we're fucked. Like, it's not going to be good. And, and to prove the show, like to show that the as a society we're, we're kind of changing, in certain ways we're changing for the better. You remember that... Um, that one uh, college player uh, that came out as gay, uh, what, five, six, seven years ago? Um, the uh, I think he was a linebacker or something. Um, I want to say his name is Sam something. I can't remember his name. But he got drafted by the St. Louis Rams Yeah, at the time. And he was. they made a big deal. They talked about him from draft day to uh, when he finally got cut from the Rams yep. as, you know, being, being the first openly gay NFL mm-hmm. player, stuff like that. They made a big deal about it for months. Now, fast forward to this week when the Raiders uh, defensive lineman uh, comes out as gay, and they made a big deal about it for about three hours, and then off the give a puck. I didn't understand the anymore. I didn't understand the headline that he came out as the first openly gay player. What about Richie Incognito for the Dolphins? Fucking was, I don't know, 2013. And he got ridiculed and they had like all kinds of fines because somebody else on his team was calling him a faggot and this and that. And they got into like a big fight. He ended up getting cut from the team. Both of them got cut from the team. No, 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 no. He wasn't. He wasn't the. uh, So he was being the team bully to the guy on the team that was gay. Oh, and then it came out a few years ago that he might be like bisexual or some shit like okay. that. He could he couldn't just deal with his own shit. But that's the kind of stuff I'm I'm, I'm, I'm talking about. But yeah. look at where we where we are today, where this the the that this player for the Raiders comes out, and it's not it's not a big deal anymore. I, I here here's what I am having a problem with now is that you have all of these people that are making the that are doing this grandiose reveal. And why are you doing it? Because it's going to go away in three fucking yeah. minutes anymore. Do we do grandiose ordeals because we're straight? Unless you consider that engagement. But at the same time, gay people can marry gay people. So who cares? I don't understand why it's got to be a big to do. 
so uh, right when that happened, I've been rewatching uh, Friends on HBO Max, and in the first season, they t- uh, I don't know if you remember, there was an episode with Steve Zahn in it where he is um, Phoebe's husband, and he they married each other. So he I think he married they married him because I don't know if he was Canadian or something like that. Uh-huh. But, uh, he was a he was he was on the like the ice capades and stuff like that. Oh, so nice. he, he felt like he was pressured into being gay. And then it <laughs> came out that he was straight <laughs> later on in the episode. Right. He wanted a divorce from Phoebe because he wanted to marry a woman. Like I, like I, it can't, and literally I watched that on like Monday and I laughed my ass off so much. Cause I, it fits into the, what the world we're in where if, if somebody did that now, you imagine if they tried doing that now in a, in a TV show. Oh man. They get canceled so quick. Well, don't they have like the? I don't know. I haven't watched a regular TV show in a while, but isn't that what Modern Family is all about? Didn't they? Weren't they kind of the first ones <clears throat> on the scene with like openly gay couples and and the the tabooness of sexuality? Maybe not. I Maybe I didn't get into it a whole lot, but you know, it, I watched the first two seasons or so with my wife and everything, and yeah, they got into it and they made it. it I think, and if I were, and I have noticed this, that it's more like the gay community is more, it's, it's normalized. You know what I mean? Like it's, and and that's cool and everything, but like you got the, uh, the, the transgender stuff. We've, we've also mentioned this in previous episodes. You do you get guy. (laughs) I don't care. Yeah. As long as you're not interfering with, it's not interfering with anything I'm doing or you're hurting me or anything like that. We're all good. But here's where, like, this is one article um, from this week that there is a uh, Miss Nevada is a. Uh, oh God, I heard about this. Yeah, is a openly trans. I don't. I, are you a trans male or a trans female? I don't know what how how you're supposed to call them. I think it goes transgender male because you're changing gender from what you were. I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, listen, I'm not, I'm, I'm a little bit more okay with this than I am with the other stuff happening. Cause there's no real whooping ass in sports. Yeah. But like, here's, here's where I'm going to have a uh, little bit of a problem though. What if she doesn't win Miss USA? Is it gonna be? Is it? Or if it, if is she gonna think that it's it was fair? Is she gonna come out and say, "Oh, I didn't win because I'm trans." Because I'm transgender. Yeah, I can see that happening for sure. Unless there's something in like the stipulations now, like they've changed like the entry rules and everything else has to be fair. I'm not sure, but <clears throat> I would assume that you know when you sign up for that, you're gonna know like, hey, I have just as good a shot as everybody else. But they've never discriminated before, so why? I mean, I guess that wouldn't be. I could see them making a big deal that they were discriminated against because of that. But on the on the opposite side, I could see them winning the whole thing just because. Yeah, just because. Yeah. and that's that's the kind of thing I'm worried about. Like, because now we just gonna start handing everything out just because. Yeah, we want to hurt feelings and stuff. Because yeah. mm, because uh, nothing like that, especially when you know, like here here's what here's what I would rather see is if she went into the competition nobody knew she was trans right and then she won or lost nobody knows if and then if she won she come out and say you know i'm transgender and stuff like that would have been great that would have been a great story but now now because you're going into it with it already it's like an unfair i don't want to say unfair advantage but yeah you kind of if you're the if you're the judges you're damned if you do damned if you don't right unless they do their voting anonymously which then I guess it's everybody's. It's like the whole firing line scenario, you know. Nobody knows who has a live round, but yeah, because where's it going to stop? You know, is Miss Miss Universe is it going to be called Miss USA anymore? Can we do that? I, <laughs> I mean, that, it, because then, then uh, is it is it going to be they USA? <laughs> That's a good. I like that. We better get on that. Start trademarking that. <laughs> so I like. I'm. I, I don't know. It's all. It's all confusing to me. Uh, the, the transgenders in the Olympics, listen, if you're going to do something, I want you to go all in. Mm-hmm. Um, this one person does not look like she went all in, in the change. Oh no. Which I mean, um, that happens. You can't just do it all one time, I guess, but 
I'm uh I'm confused as to <laughs> why like you we spent all this time over the last 60 years with equality in the genders but now there's no equality in the uh right. with the uh, Olympic uh powerlifter Laurel Hubbard. Yeah, I mean it's 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 mind-boggling to me just because you, you want to fight for this, you want to fight for that, you want to fight for equality to this and that. And then it's like, well, where do you draw the line? Because now it's like, well, what's stopping a, a, a guy from, or I guess I shouldn't say a guy, a, a transgender male from literally doing any female sport and just dominating the game? I don't see how that's fair. I don't see how that's not discriminatory. And, and you know, like, you got to wonder what the other competitors think. Like, oh, cool, I might have a chance at actually doing well here. And then you just come in and get absolutely demolished demolished by somebody who has a genetic unfair advantage like i i can't see that as as being very fair like you know you got some girl in there pushing her personal record of 250 pounds and and damon or formerly known as damon comes in there he just pumps out 450 like sorry i'm just i'm just better than you i guess i i don't know where they're gonna draw the line because i, I guess you really can't i can I'm not a, I'm not a biologist or anything. Is there, I don't think that as a biological male, you can ever really hundred percent stop the, uh, the creating testosterone. Like I know you there, you could slow it down and stuff. And you know, you take the estrogen injections, supposed to counter. I think it, I think it but more so still, just levels it out to creating the acceptable tolerances body, of a correct? genetic female. Cause women, they, you know, they produce testosterone as well, just not as much. So I think you're just kind of like numbing the receptors and, and you're just not producing as much. So you're stunting that production. It's still going to be there though. So where I'm getting at with this is kind of like, shouldn't they have tested your, the estrogen to testosterone level before the, the qualifying for the Olympics? Can you do that though? Cause they're not on really any performance enhancing drugs. It's just stunting what you're doing, but you're all, you're already. So listen, I'm going to, I'm going to go a little scientific on everybody. I like it for the people that don't understand biology and body structures. Men have PPs. Uh, men. <laughs> it's not even about that, though. Like men typically, for the most part, have denser bone mass. They have, they create muscle at a faster rate. They tend to recover at a faster rate. They have, they're, 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 they're usually, their limbs are longer. So in like running and stuff like that. They're, they have a longer stride, so they have less swimming. steps, you know, swimming, yeah. longer stride. It, 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 it all comes out, it equals to that. And this guy, this, this person's no different. I guarantee you his, the, his her bone structure is fucking at least double to what oh, everybody sure. else is, all the other women. Would it be unfair of women competitors if they're going to start allowing males or trend, whatever, them to compete to use something performance enhancing to maybe try and give them a bit of an, an advantage. Because at that point it's like, well, why is it fair that I put all you know my dedication, my whole life into this just to get smoked by some dude that said, yeah, let's try this. This is, th this is, this is where it gets befuddling because this confuses the shit. Yeah, out of me. I mean, like I, so you're, you're, you, we, we come from the generation that brought up where you, they preached uh, women's rights in school and, uh, mm -hmm. uh, equality in this in the sexes, you know that we we were one of the first ones that was really drove home uh, for about the 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 right to vote in, from in the 1920s and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. You know, and yep. women's rights as a whole. It, it's it's confusing. Like I like the women are like got I, uh, even my even my wife is like, or do they have they have all the women forgotten that we've now we've become a a gender that has fought so hard to be equal and now all of a sudden we're allowing biological men into our sports and they're fucking crushing us right but duh this is 
we've we've been driven into our heads. It's been pounded in our heads that women could do anything that men could do. But these uh, these people are proving that it's it's the other way around. And not only can we do it, we can do it better. Yeah, we're now allowing men to be better women. (laughs) It's like what? (laughs) Yeah. And so, what? Which generation do you think that's pushing it that much? Because I don't think it's our generation, and I don't necessarily know if it's like. It's probably within five or six years, they're, they're probably okay. It's the generation that was raised on your truth. Live your truth. Yeah. So uh, do you think it's just because they haven't covered the the hard push for women's rights and equality anymore? And they've, they've switched it to different events and other events that have happened in history? Or is it just simply the fact that they want to try to see if they can start a movement, kind of like the... The GameStop stocks, you know, they just want to say, eh, fuck it, let's see if we can try this and then cause a dumpster fire in the United States. So our attention spans over the last 50 years, each generation, the, the attention span gets shorter and shorter where you have a you have a couple of generations that fought for decades for women's rights. And then you get into the 70s and 80s where for 30 years you have... Uh, the, the gays and lesbians fighting for their rights. Mm-hmm. Then you get into the nineties and it, 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 the, not really a whole lot when it comes to rights. I think, I think it was the beastie boys that were fighting for a right. I don't remember which one that was, but that, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so you get into the two thousands and now it feels like every, every five years you have a different generation fighting for a different set of rights and he just keeps changing. So here, here's what I'm looking at now when you talk about, so the transgender thing has really become very popular and uh, the hip thing to fight for in the last couple of years. Well, where's that going to be in five to 10 years? Or there's another generation up that's coming up that's going to be even louder and even more uneducated. Uh, well, <laughs> Well, but even more like uh, savvy when it comes to social media and and True. stuff like that. So their their voice is going to be even louder, and they're going to find a new fight. And who knows what it's going to be? And what I'm worried about is is going to be the, all the fucking pedophiles out there. And I'm going to tell oh, you right God. now: you come anywhere near my kids, then looking at them, looking at them side eye like that, you, me, and you are going to have some issues. And I yep. know about five to ten people in my own family that will gladly travel down here and curse oh, yeah. your ass oh yeah yeah because so i guess on, a, on a, a note that's a little bit more passionate to to my hobby of firearms ownership <clears throat> when is the generation of people going to stand back up for firearm rights when when can we do that instead of worrying about who's doing this and who's doing that why people are slowly seeing i mean you look at the whole year of 2020 into this year, 2021, they systematically stripped your rights away. And everybody was like, yeah, that's okay. It's for the greater good. Do you not understand like what they were doing is, is essentially a cardinal sin. Like they're not allowed to do that. Like it says nowhere in the constitution that they could do that. But now it's just like, yeah, fuck it. It's okay. And then you want to start pushing even further and you want to start with all the gun control and the, the red flag confiscations and the no knock warrants. And it's like, why, why are people stepping up for this? Because if this shit goes away, nobody's going to have a voice in anything like at all. So we've said that we said this before. I'm, I, I'm wholeheartedly a supporter of the constitution of our United States, but mm-hmm. especially the first 10 amendments, which the old bill of rights. Yes. And there is a reason why, Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom to protest, freedom to assemble is number one. And then there is a reason why the right to bear arms is number two. Because when a government is going to control you or stop, the First Amendment is going to be the first thing that they go for. Damn right. And that is why the Second Amendment is so important. Well... According to our uh, Lord and Savior Sleepy Joe, um, we apparently need to be going in on F-15s. So we need to we need to start buying buying jets um, because you know he, he came out and mentioned something about nuking the American populace. I mean, whatever you know, that's fine. Uh, I, I guess we'll 
see where Sleepy Joe goes. But yeah, it, that's a it's a weird thing to think about, like what the next push for. I, I guess you don't know the rights to what we already have the right to do pretty much anything we want as long as it's within the law, which law is there for a reason. So, how much more do you want? Like, what's what what else? I'd be interested to see, like, if we put together a list one one weekend or sometime of just things we think could be the next push for rights. And we make like a little bingo board or something and just be like, okay, who's seen the right to shit on the sidewalk? Well, I guess you have that right in California. So <laughs> I was watching, I was watching an episode of uh, monk the other day and it was one where like the city garbage goes on strike and oh, yeah. the whole, every, every block, every street is just filled with garbage bags. I look over to my wife and I was like, Hey, I know they were joking about this 15 years ago, but this is what California looks like now. <laughs> Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. But like so it's it's a weird it's a weird dynamic what what would happen? If, do you think there is a point in time where we can get the mass majority to see eye to eye on the way our government's treating us? Yes. And unfortunately, I believe it has to do with the Older generation, the baby boomer generation, um, dwindling. I think once once they go, they're pretty much the only ones keeping mainstream media news in business. Oh, did you see? Well, did you see their uh, the ratings from this week? Oh, Fox News, CNN. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the, the worst they've ever been. Well, there yeah. are there are podcasts that get more downloads times Absolutely. ten. That's the way you should be getting, I mean, your information. It's like, you know, do the research on your own. It, you know, you can only believe so much before, you know, it's a good starting point for the news to tell you like, hey, you know, um, maybe look out for rain this weekend. And most people nowadays will check their phone to be like, oh, is it going to rain before I go out? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? So why aren't you doing it with your, you know, the news, the headlines, the stuff that you supposedly care about, become your own fact checker and, you know. Do it while you're pooping in the morning or something. Like it doesn't take much time. I think uh, the the first step to seeing more eye to eye with each other will be when mainstream media is no more, or when there are enough. <clears throat> um, I don't want to say news outlets, but other sources of news than watching it on TV. So like the podcasts, uh, radio shows, if you, you know, anything like that, if they have YouTube channels, putting out videos every week, whatever it is. Um, I think once that becomes the more norm, uh, then hopefully they, you know, start bridging the gap on things and, and it's not so quick to violence and so quick to motherfuck the other side and just be at each other's throats. And, you know, it could actually sit down and, and have conversations and, you know, further the American populace, because at the end of the day, we're all Americans. Here's looking at you on Canada Day, you fucking Canucks. That's right, baby. <laughs> so, like, I have uh, I have friends of mine that I talk to that are uh, of color, um, you know, whether it be black, Asian, Hispanic. And I, I look at them and I'm like, so when are we going to just, you know, finally just all admit and agree that the uh, government has been putting us at each other's throats since the 1960s. Fuck and, yeah. Uh, and when, and when, when we're going to, you know, hold hands and go kumbaya and say, fuck these people. Because wow. honestly, the first step, first step to all of that would be, and this is my problem with like, with like not getting paid, like, in cash anymore and people not paying their taxes on their own is that mm-hmm. you can't, you can't just stop paying taxes anymore. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I, I mean, I guess you can by taking less of a, uh, le- uh, less, uh, allowances in your, in your W2s and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but at the end of the day, you're still paying something. Yeah. Like that would be, that would be a logical first step. You know, why, oh, yeah. why, why am I going to pay, my taxes for a government that has been fucking me over and making me want to fight my neighbor for the last 70 years since I've been alive. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it, that would be the biggest, like 
hey, let's do this. And and <laughs> they can't arrest us all, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Like, but when's it going to start? You know, I, I followed uh, I followed a gentleman a couple years ago, and I should look into it. He got censored and thrown off Facebook for everything. Um, I believe he also has a, a radio show or a YouTube show. It's called Patriot Watch Media. Um, <clears throat> and he was planning on using the tax loophole. Um, he came out and he was forthright with everybody saying, you know, hey, this is this is all my own. This isn't something that I'm, you know, encouraging anyone to do, yada, yada, yada. There's a huge risk involved with this. But he was going to claim 99 dependents on his taxes and then and then keep every receipt that he used throughout the entire year filed and turn it in at the end of the year. Because at that point, I get I didn't go too far down into it because like I said, he got he got the boot on uh, Facebook and I haven't been able to follow him since. But <clears throat> I mean the logic there and what he had and, and I started reading some of the stuff and it's like, hmm, that kind of makes sense. Like if if you were all about it and you could, you know, actually keep track of everything and you had a good filing system and you could turn it all in and prove that, you know, this is where all of your money went. They really can't tell you no. Like you really can't, you know, say, Hey, you can't do that because it is your money. Um, I'm going to have to look and see if I can, if I can find out whatever happened with that. If he, if he went through with it, cause he had a couple buddies that had done it and they did it successfully. And um, then they were getting looked into to, you know, they were coming coming after him trying to say, oh, well, this is illegal. Nah, 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 nah. And they were very, very law savvy, smart citizens. And they, they understood what they were doing. They understood the risks. And they, from what I heard, executed it perfectly. So um, I'm going to have to look into that and, and see because that would be, that'd be sweet. There was a string of videos I watched a few years back. A um, couple groups of people would, had, had, declared themselves uh, a sovereignty yeah, and that kind of work, but that's very difficult and takes a couple years to actually get everything legit and, and stuff like that. I don't have that kind of time or patience and I'm not smart enough to do that shit, but like, it seems like, so the reason why they couldn't put a, the reason why they can't put us all in prison is because this is like 75% of our, prison system in the United States is all privatized. Yeah. And they they run off of our tax dollars. <laughs> now they can't put us all in prison and they can't hold us all there because eventually those pri- those prisons would run out of money because nobody's paying taxes. Nobody's paying taxes right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That uh, that would be something. So the, the whole sovereignty thing, isn't that kind of like wanting to emancipate from your own family before you're 18? Kind of. I feel like it's kind of the same way. It seems like a lot of work for, for I don't know, but the emancipating from your family thing. Not it's, basically, it's basically you're saying you live, you're living in this country, you can own property in this country, but you're kind of a man without a country. And there's also, there's also uh, debt loopholes you can find um, where I guess... The government can't what is supposed to be. To, they are supposed to be. Um, oh fuck! What is it? Um, they are responsible for your debt as a citizen of the country. Oh. So that's kind of like what they did in Hawaii. Um, they were telling us there that all the homeless people were paid for by the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they get checks. I don't remember if I mentioned this on the other one, but they went after California and New York to pay them because they basically sh- just shiploaded over their homeless people and said, fuck it, this isn't our problem. And the state of Hawaii won uh, that federal case. So every year, New York pays California and California pays Hawaii. So let me tell you what I would do if I wasn't, <clears throat> if I was more of a dirtbag than I am currently. Um, my father-in-law used to be a store manager and he told a story about a person that would come in to his store constantly. And he was a professional panhandler. 
And he told him a story of how he does it. And what he does is from in the warmer months of the year, he would live under the local bridge at night. And then he would come to all the stores and panhandle. And then for the the colder months out of the year, he would live in a $300,000 home. (laughs) Fucking beautiful estate. Wow. And he would rake in something like a half a million a year. Holy shit. God, I wish I was a dirt bag. Right. That's fucking sweet. I mean, and, and it's all tax free. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's dedication and you got to have some type of smarts. I wonder what he did before he became a panhandler. I mean, uh, I want to say, oh man, what did he tell me? He was like, um, he owned it. I think he like owned his own like practice. I don't, I don't want to say he was a doctor, but it was something along those lines. Like, Went to. I don't know if he had his, had his own like law practice or something. Maybe maybe he found a way around it. But that that it's yeah. fucking ingenious. It is. I mean, it's. It, I mean, it's dedication, and it. I mean, clearly it was paying off. So, charades to him, I guess. I mean, that's, if I if I could do that and make even if I can make like a tenth, tenth of a million, I'd be all right. Yeah, I mean, cool. That'd be that'd be real sweet. I don't know if I could. Now that I think about it, I'm like, man, there's a lot of stingy-ass people in the world now. So <laughs> it's like, eh, I don't know if it would pay off the same. You count you count your stuff by hand, or are you getting like a, a coin counter? I think you have to count it by hand for a little bit, and then after that, you know, once you save up enough to get a or a coin counter. Unless, fuck, somebody gives you one, or you steal one. I think I'd have to go coin counter then, for sure. Hmm. Let's just start weighing it up. So the, I want to talk about, uh, so when do you think where they're going to, uh, I'm going to say it's going to be the day after the, uh, his second year in office that they're going to get him kicked out of the, the presidency yeah. this time next year. No, they got to wait. Cause so what Kamala Harris, if Oh, that's right. It has to be his second year. It has yeah. to be the second year because technically she can run twice for president after that yeah. and still be considered president for however many years. Because it's, it's obvious that he's not all up there. No. No. And, he, and he's whispering multiple that was times. So weird. That was so fucking weird. Did you see the video where they cut it together and said that he was part of the he was the lost brother of the Yin Yang Twins? <laughs> <laughs> and they cut him in on the Whisper song. That was excellent. <laughs> oh, like, like I'm not like it, it's sad. Yeah, like I, I get it. You should make fun of people with you know disabilities. I, I get that. No, you shouldn't. Yeah, but but like at the same time, you bring it on yourself. Like you start having people feel bad because it's obvious that you have dementia. Right. Oh, yeah. but then you say stupid shit like it doesn't matter if you want to come at the government because right. we got nukes yeah. and M15s. Like, what's wrong with you? Right. It, it's like, you know, you don't want the ridicule and you don't want to do this. But at the same time, you want to wave your big dick around saying, oh, I'm the fucking president. I can do what I want. Don't doesn't everybody remember what the last president did? And everybody got so upset when he was basically <laughs> like, oh, fuck you. I can say whatever I want. But it's okay now because he's old and he sniffs people. Get the fuck out of here. Pro- prosthetic Dick Joe can't big can't beat Big <laughs> Dick Don. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So in 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 other news today. Yeah. Uh, this week, Bill Cosby is uh, from, your, from your home state is catching a lot of flack. Yeah. Oh, well, listen. At, All right. Most court. So when you you have. I'm gonna get. Oh, I'm gonna get fucking reamed. Whoever's gonna listen to this show is not gonna be happy. Oh, you I have. Uh, th- there's no doubt in my mind he probably did what they said. Yeah, but there's no evidence other than that person's word. And how are you going to know that he uh, diddled you while you were drugged up? If you were drugged up when he diddled you, but very true. I mean, I've—I'll give you the perfect example. I went home um, one evening this week after having a few uh, 
beers at a local watering hole, woke up with a different pair of clothes on in a different part of my room. No idea how it happened. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? But hey, I clearly I was under the influence. I didn't know what happened. My wife told me that I was yelling something upstairs. Um, I was assuming it was that I had to piss and I probably ran into something when I went to use my upstairs pee window. <laughs> I don't know. But maybe, and I'm like, well, maybe I pissed on my clothes. Checked my clothes. They were perfectly dry. They were set nicely next to the bed. Woke up wearing something else. So I don't know what the fuck I was doing. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you prove the point there of that because, you know, as bad as it sounds, it's the truth. And then everybody else that wants to come out and say, well, that's not right. You got to side with the victims, this and that. And it's like, well, how would you, you know, how would you feel if you're Bill Cosby and you're being falsely accused of something and put in prison? Like, what if we came to you and said, well, you touched me. Well, now you got to prove it. It's the same thing. Like, if you get thrown on, you know, thrown in there prison. Was, there was less evidence to put Cosby in prison than there was to put OJ away, and OJ oh. got off. That, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It, I mean, it, like, like I said, he probably, he probably did do it, but where's the, where's the evidence? You know, none of these women ever went to the police. Um, None of these women ever went and got a drug test the next day to say that he did put something in their drink. Right. You know, why? I don't understand if it was all circumstantial evidence and it was all just from verbal accusations. I I don't understand how he got uh, found guilty on his trial. Right. You know, there, there, there's been more evidence on other people, other famous people that have gotten off from doing much, much worse. The only people, the only people where it's like, it's pretty legit where the evidence matches whether or not he should be in prison or not is R. Kelly. That yeah. motherfucker should be in <clears throat> prison. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was pretty bad. I, that's the, that's the justice system. I can see the flaws in it, but. Still, I mean, that's the whole point, right? Innocent until proven guilty, and if there was no proof. I'm also the only motherfucker that watched all eight seasons of The Cosby Show while he was on trial. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> yes. uh, that's, yeah, I mean, and then you look at, like, fucking, what's her face? Giselle Maxwell or whatever? No, man, you, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that I didn't find her hanging yet. Right, and she went to court in what, I think like April, March, April, something like that. And and everybody's like, oh no, everything's cool, everything's fine, you know, but not guilty. So we're just gonna drag this out. It's weird. That was the same as the uh, uh, what's his name, uh, McAfee. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I mean, that was swept under the rug. I don't even think that was covered. But I mean, I got a notification from the AP News that I follow, and they were like, hey, he was found dead. I'm like. Mm. He's told everybody for years that if he's ever found yeah. dead from a suicide, that the look he into do it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got. I think. Good. I think he's got something like that tattooed onto his arm or something. I believe it. It's probably gone now. Well, yeah. Did you ever watch that documentary on Netflix? I did not. Oh my god! What a what a wild fucking guy! Like what a what like the whole the whole thing. Like it starts off and you're like, oh, okay, you know, this is the Maccabee security guy, sweet. And that that fucking thing takes a left turn and you're just left baffled. He used to pay women to shit on him. Like they had like a, they had like a switch. Hey, if that's what you're into, cool. But they had like a little swing in one area of his house that they would just go and sit on, and he would lay underneath it and they would just shit on him. And then he would he would leave the room. I, I don't know what he did after that, but still, it was weird. He got. He ran to. Uh, he was in Belize for a few years. He hired his own like hit squad to like follow him around on the island. He built his own little militia, privatized militia that he was paying you know American dollars to to make sure that he was still alive. He got into a shootout with people, like fucking wild. So I can only imagine like if anything ever comes out about this in the next few months, it's it's going to be nuts. Like kind of excited to hear about it, honestly. <laughs> so. So, uh, so let me ask you: Is there anybody, or there is there any 
two people in this in the history of this country that have been kind of personally responsible for the for the deaths of as many Americans as the Clintons. <laughs> uh, I don't believe so. No, I I think uh, maybe the Rothschilds at one point in time, but it, they're just the bigger string pullers, I guess. So, no, I would say probably them. The Clintons would be the... I read I read an article uh, that said something ridiculous, like something like 50 of their... the of any, like, assistance they've had in the last... since they started public office have all come up missing or dead in the last 30 well, years. The fucking... Um, her campaign manager... Mm-hmm. Just a couple years ago, he just died uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> After they came out, or he either died or got arrested, because um, he was originally fired and brought up on charges of, uh, I think it was something like child pornography, or whatever they're all known for. Um, and then like nobody ever heard anything about him, and then now it just popped up that I'm pretty sure it was that he died. I could be wrong though. It would make sense if if he did kick the bucket. Now, if you're, if you're walking around with webbed fucking feet like a duck, and every time you open your mouth, you quack like a fucking duck, uh-huh. when do when does the masses start calling these motherfuckers ducks? Yeah. I See, I think that bo- I think that jumps right back into what we were just talking about. Like, everybody is so, like, caught up in whatever the new shitstorm is of fitting in on social media that nobody wants to take it to a bigger scale and start holding the government and these people responsible for their wrongdoings and the the shady shit they've been doing for years, because I guess it's just easier and more meme worthy to make fun of everything else. Well, you notice from like mainstream media, this is obviously one of those things that they want the populace to forget because it's one of those things that was reported on for two days and then all of a sudden you don't hear anything else about it. Yep. We've moved Except to, for good uh, old, uh, good old podcast like ours, bringing you the, bringing you the facts. We've, uh, we've gone, we've, we've been talking for since then for the last week, uh, Britney Spears, uh, conservatorship. Yep. What a wild, wild ride that is. Her dad is either the, just the biggest shithead in the world or she legitimately has something wrong with her. I'm thinking he's a shithead. It it could be a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. Like, like there's certain things like I can see, you know, yeah, maybe she shouldn't, she probably shouldn't be in control of her own finances and shit like that. And she probably shouldn't be behind a steering wheel. Is that because she's a woman or, Oh, (laughs) I kid, I kid. (laughs) But (laughs) like there's certain, like certain things that have come out that she's reported like uh, her her dad forces her to take birth control. Like, I mean, okay, yeah. And at what point do the do the my body my choice people step up and take the fight to that doorstep? You know, it's well, everybody that's fighting for are these are all the people that create the videos of them just bawling their eyes out laying that's on the couch. Uh, yeah, not they never leave their house when they talk about free Britney. That's fair. It's been it's been going on for what twenty or twelve years. Yeah, all all six people that are hanging outside her home with signs up to say "Free Britney" because <laughs> nobody wants to leave their fucking house. Yeah, because everything's easier from your phone. <clears throat> now, I'm not discrediting the genes or anything, but do we know what happened to Jamie Spears's child? Her sister didn't she get knocked up and have a kid? I haven't heard anything about. She was like sixteen or something like that, right? But she's been kind of off the radar since then. Uh, She kind of kept to herself. She was also she was one of the ones that started this about a year and a half ago, where she was fighting real hard because I guess I. So there, nobody knew that. I guess that you can, Brittany can just opt out of the conservatorship, and so. Jamie Lynn, I guess, was like, no, I want to be in charge of it and all that stuff, which I don't know. You could take it's the same. It's the same way as the dad. You could take it either way. She could just be a really shitty sister or really care about Britney's well-being. You know, it it can go either way nowadays. 
I don't know. But at what point does she not, you know, <clears throat> try to put out a hit on her dad? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm surprised. Like, I know that's you know that's a shitty thing to say, but if it's this if it's this bad and it's been going on for this long, you got to be getting to your wits end. You know, like now you're losing court. The court you 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 roll in there with a strong case, trying to say, hey, I want my fucking life back, and they just go, nah. Well, oh, here, here's where I, I I wonder if he's actually a shithead though. Like you don't see him going through this uh, in the news where he's blowing through all of the money she's made in the last twenty five years. You know, you don't you don't see you know you take like Lindsay Lohan's dad. Now that dude was for <laughs> sure shithead. Like yes. he blew through all of her money. Yeah. Um, there was, uh, what was, I don't know if you've ever, you remember the show Step by Step? Mm-hmm. The uh, oldest daughter on that show, the brunette. Yeah. She was a child star and she actually had to sue her parents uh, because by the end of the run of that TV show, they had blown through all of her money. So when she turned 18, she had no money in her bank. Damn. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe he's, he could be a good guy. But at what point do you just, like, have to give somebody back their life? Like, it, it's a weird control thing. It, it, seems, it seems odd that you're still pushing for it. When you, when you, I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's enough information, which the, this is the, also the kind of thing that makes me wonder. Because you would think if he was a real shithead, there'd be more, there'd be more stuff that, get out, that got out about, you know, what the conservatorship actually entails because nobody knew about any of this shit until a week well, ago. You know? I mean, I knew she was, they talked about it a, a year, two years ago that she was being censored or whatever. But I mean, at the same time, she can only say so much. I mean, and if it's, if it's solely the balls in his court, he can, he can pick and choose what gets released and what doesn't. So Maybe that's the reason there's no information on it because it's it's his way or the highway. And and then, you know, if she does go out on social media saying, you know, hey, this and that, I guarantee you there's probably something written up in there that she starts slandering his name and, and pleading for help and doing something like that. She's she's going to get even more censored. She's going to get shut down or medicated or, you know, whatever it is. So now it's kind of like a your what's that called? Um, oh, fuck. Stockholm syndrome. No. What also could be I don't I don't know if you read any of this, but. The, her current, I don't know, boyfriend, fiance, husband, I don't know what this this dude is to her, but they, they are intimate and living with each other. Um, he does not like her dad at all. And, uh, you know, she he does put like a give her, gives her like a weekly allowance and stuff like that. And I mean, um, could that be part of the problem with the uh, bow of Brittany? Where he's not getting enough cash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be. It's a uh, yeah. Now you got to wonder about him. Like, did he have to sign an NDA to be in a relationship with her? I think he did, and I think I think they don't. I think they don't allow. They don't. They won't allow him to move in with Brittany. I don't think he actually lives so he with gets her. Visits. I think he. I think it's yeah. That's yeah, fucking pretty weird. much. So weird. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing's just fucking weird, and it's something we don't know it, anything really anything about, yeah. about. It's, I don't know. Like, that was, like, the first, the, that uh, Oops, I Did It Again video yep. was, like, my first, like, I'm flipping, because I never really watched MTV growing mm-hmm. up. Because, I mean, I didn't start watching it until they started putting, like, jackass Oops. and stuff on it. Yeah, it, but... That, that oops, I did it again video was that first one where you, you're flipping through the channels back when you actually flip through the channels <laughs> yeah. and, you, and you're looking at it and it catches your eye and you go back and you're like, oh, oh. well, okay, I'll, uh, there you I'll go. Sit here, maybe they'll play it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. The, the whole, the whole world, the whole country and the way that the, the people think, especially the fucking the pussies yeah. of this world think it, it just, it, I don't, I don't get it anymore. Yeah. It's, it's too confusing to me. It's making my brain work too hard. And I don't like <clears> it. Yeah. I mean, at that point now, I, I think I'd rather just 
not care and just keep on living my life. And until it affects me, then cool, go from there because you can't, there's only certain things you could do. I, I told somebody this the other day at work. I'm like, man, I said people nowadays would never be able to survive an Xbox 360 game chat lobby. Like it, it, it holds true. <laughs> Especially back yeah, in the day. Like it, it's, there's no chance. And it's like, where did all those people go? Where did, you know, I guess we just grew up and everybody wants to be nice to each other online. I was actually just, um, I was watching a video the other week. Um, I, I didn't realize this. The cover of Sports Illustrated was taken over by FaZe Clan, which is like the top performing uh, esports team in the world. And, and I mean, they're pulling in millions upon millions of dollars uh, and they're, they're damn good at what they do. And it's like, they get on there and, and they still motherfuck people, and it's like, oh, cool. It's it's it was refreshing to see that you know people still get on there and they don't give a shit and they can just say, you know what, fuck. You. I mean, I I do it online. I I've the number of children I've screamed at online is well, what I assume to be kids um, is pretty high, but it, it's yeah, it's wild. People are fucking crybabies about it, but that. The whole Sports Illustrated thing with the esports, that was pretty wild to me. That was uh, to see that they got to grace the cover of Sports Illustrated and do like the whole center page spread uh, is crazy. And it's crazy to see how much money um, <clears throat> esports is bringing in and how large it's getting now when we all got ridiculed as children. And, oh, you'll never go anywhere playing video games and get off that damn game and do your chores, go outside. And now you got fucking people making millions of dollars. Playing video games for six to eight hours a day. It's crazy. Speaking of playing video games for six to eight hours a day, yes. we have a uh, guy's weekend uh, Twitch that Brandon Brandon's mostly mostly heading up. We are now live on, on Twitch, GWP underscore gaming. Um, we don't really have a, a set schedule because we're tro- still trying to work out the kinks and deciding whether or not we want to take the plunge into a full-blown stream setup with cameras and lighting and all the all the fancy shit right now it's just us being drunk online playing games which is good enough for me uh that's just it's basically what we do when we come on the podcast yeah yeah. and now it's just (laughs) us doing goofy shit online uh and i know we're we're actually planning on doing that this weekend uh i've got to work so i'm unable to make it to your family function for the fourth um but um, Mike, one of the other gentlemen we've had on here, he is going to come down when I get off work and we're going to, we're going to get Doritos and Mountain Dew and pizza rolls and a cooler full of beer and just play video games for fucking till the cows come home. So I will try to join in. It's all going to depend on my, <laughs> the functionality of my limbs. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be on there. Um, and I'm excited. It, it should be it should be cool. We uh, we did two streams this past weekend, which was just testing it out. But I hear I hear tell that um, Chuck would like to join in on the Twitch channel and stream with us this weekend. So we can't get him on the podcast, but we can get him playing video games. So maybe maybe one day we'll get him over here to. He knows he does. He know he doesn't have to physically go over to your house to be on the podcast. We can just send him an invite. I, I've told him this. Um, I, he works a lot. He's been working in Columbus, but I'm like, well, you've, you've got you've got all the means to do it all. Like you can you can do it all down there if you want. You don't have to come up here. We'll we'll get him there. Come on, Chuck. You know you want to be on here. Let's do it. Also, shout out to uh, Zach, our 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 long locked DM. Um, on his recent engagement party that we went to, his I Do Barbecue. It was a fantastic time. Uh, we enjoyed it, ate delicious food, and got to swim in a dick-shaped pool. So that was uh, nice. It was fun. Yeah. Who was the uh, Who was the first one that went over to the head and started, you know, splashing the water out? Uh, Chuck and I both did that. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the two most mature in the pool. Um, but yeah, great time. So go ahead, give us a follow on Instagram, like our Facebook page. We're up to 102 followers now. So thank you guys. Now, if you just start listening to the podcast, we'll be on fire. Right. 
yeah, follow us on Twitch. Uh, we'll put notifications up on. Uh, I'll try to get it up on Instagram. Uh, it's easier to do on Facebook. But yeah, give us a you know even if you watch for for five minutes, it's all you got to do. Any every little bit helps. Um, it, join up with us, play with us if you'd like to do that too. Send us a message on there, and we'll we'll get you the invite to play and have drunken shenanigans with us. Yeah, come come and join us. Share us with your friends. For Brandon Parks, I am Josh Henney. This is the Guys Weekend Podcast. Good night. Happy fucking 4th of July.